These are strange times. The world that we once knew is not the world we're living in today. And it can be very upsetting. It can be very confusing. People don't know how to conduct their lives right now, especially believers, God's children. They're torn between, should I be afraid? Should I panic? Or should I have faith? Should I hoard for myself and make sure I'm taken care of? Or should I give to others? How do I live during these strange and unusual times? Well, it's not a new question. Peter asked the same question in the second chapter of Peter, the second book of Peter, chapter 3. He asked, in light of all that you know about the world and everything that's going on around you, and in light of the knowledge that Jesus is coming back, and everything will be changed, how should you live? It was the question then, and it's the question for today. During these difficult times, as God's children, how should you live? Hey, Pastor Avery here. Wanted to come into your life and share with you my uh, observations about what's going on in the world and how that we as God's children should conduct ourselves during this time. This is important. This is our opportunity to shine. We always talk about wanting to be salt and light. Well, this is our time to be salt and light in the world. And so I want to talk to you about things that you need to do. Mindsets, attitudes, ways of living that we as Christians, I believe, should live during this time. The first one is we should live not in fear. That's right. The Bible tells us over and over again, don't be afraid. In fact, the reason that we should not be afraid is because we know that God is in control of everything. God never dials 911. He never dials 311 for information. He never, he never asks for help. He never doesn't know what to do next. God is in control. Not only is He in control of this life, He's in control of the next life. So many people today are thinking that maybe what I'm telling you is that nothing will happen to you if you're God's child. You won't ever face any problems. God will save you from this disease or save you from death. And I'm really not here to tell you that. What I'm really here to tell you is that it doesn't matter. Is that when God has you in His hands, it doesn't matter whether you live or whether you die, you are in Christ. In fact, death for the child of God is to step out into this abundant life, into a better, more abundant life than you've ever experienced before. And we must remember that God always has the eternal perspective in mind. While many times we get our focus upon the right now, like, do I have enough to eat? Am I healthy? Is my family well? Can I pay the bills? Is everything well right now? God's got the eternal perspective in mind. And if we get God's eternal perspective, we can realize like Paul, that if I live, it's a gain to me, my family, and the people around me. But if I die, I will be in Christ, which in fact is much better for me. And so I want to encourage you today, don't live in fear. God is not going to abandon you. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He's going to be with you through everything you experience. And the test of Christians today is not that we don't experience fear. It's that we don't allow it to control our decisions and our attitudes and our lives. And so in those moments when you find yourself maybe panicking, maybe you read an article, you hear a story, and you start to feel that fear, turn to Christ, turn to the Lord, and say, God, I trust you. You've got me in the midst of this. Number two. 
Just because we don't live in fear doesn't mean we live carelessly. I don't believe God wants us to strut around being arrogant and cocky and acting like nothing can happen to us. Listen, just because God does the miraculous doesn't mean He doesn't want you to do the practical. So in other words, just because God is your protector and your healer doesn't mean He doesn't want you to wash your hands and distance yourself from crowds of people. Uh, there are some people out there acting a little bit arrogant, a little bit cocky in their faith, as if nothing could ever happen to them. But listen, let me explain it to you further. We believe God is our healer, yet we still go to the doctor. We still take a couple of Tylenol when we have a headache. We believe God is our provider, yet we get up and go to work every day. We believe God is our protector, yet we lock the doors at night. Listen, just because God can intervene and do miraculous things to protect, to heal, to preserve, to keep us, doesn't excuse us from doing the practical things in our life. God expects us to do the practical. And so I want to encourage you today, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't live in fear. But at the same time, don't live a careless life kind of life. Be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Number three, share the toilet paper. Uh, Has the world gone mad? Everyone is in love with toilet paper to the fact that they're buying it all up. Among some other things, it's really strange to go to the grocery store and see full aisles of most things, but there's a handful of things that people have decided they need to buy all of it up and store it for later. There are a lot of people who are stocked up on toilet paper right now. So the question is, should we hoard for ourselves or should we open our heart and help other people? And I want to start with this reminder. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray and specifically to ask for God to provide for them, he told them to ask for daily bread. He didn't tell them to ask for a stockpile that they could have forever. Now, I want to encourage you today to keep an open heart, a giving heart, trusting that God will provide. Every time we decide that we're going to hoard things for ourselves, we close off the blessings of others. In fact, we as God's children are portals for the love and the goodness of God. In other words, when God wants to help a neighbor, He often inspires His people to take from what they have and go give to someone else. During this time, Christians should be leading the way in sharing with other people and not hoarding everything for themselves. So listen, children of God, this is your challenge today. Ask around, find out the people who are low on food, low on money, can't get to the store. Maybe they're elderly or they just missed the sales and share with them because I want to promise you this. God provides daily bread to those who are willing to open their hearts up and share with others. Finally, today, number four, let us as God's children be examples in the world. When people look at us, I hope that they see more than what they see when they look at the rest of the world. I hope they see Jesus in our thoughts, our actions, and our attitudes. I hope that when the world starts to turn hopeless, we have an attitude and a sense of hope. I hope that when the world starts to turn selfish and hateful, we have an attitude of love, an attitude of sacrifice and compassion. 
I hope that when the world is confused, doesn't know truth, that we stand for the truth of God's word. Listen, children of God, this is your opportunity in your world to stand out as light in a dark world and show people that God is still on the throne. His word is still true. His spirit is still here. His son is still saving. God is still good. And if we trust him, everything is going to be okay. Let me pray with you today. Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would strengthen and encourage everybody out there today who's listening to this video, God. I pray, Lord, that you would help them to not live in fear, but faith. Help them to live uh, not in fear, but carefully and wisely. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd help them to be giving and compassionate and resist the temptation to be selfish and whore. God, I pray that people would be examples of the hope and the love and the truth that comes in Jesus Christ. That the world would look around at everything being unstable and unreliable and that they would see in us that there is hope, that there is stability, that there is security found in Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, you bless them, you provide, you take care of them. In Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this helped your life. Share this with other people that you feel could use it and benefit from it. And I'll be talking with you again.